All right, we're recording the show today. We figured it out. All right, now just so you know, I figured out that when we record the show, and I know we're live, so everybody should be listening, all the stuff we say in between commercials is recorded too. So none of that talk. That's right, folks. We do talk when you're not listening. But anyway, uh, we, we want to welcome everybody here to Inspiring Hope. And uh, we've got a lot to talk about. This is probably the first time all four of us have been in the room since the new year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And, uh, and Patrick is still not near the mic. <laughs> <laughs> He's, but he did wholeheartedly agree with us. Yes. And by the way, Patrick, I've been listening to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. You hold down the fort pretty well. I'm you like know, a lawyer, you're a natural. Yeah, I'm a, like a lawyer, I'm a natural. You're a natural. You're, oh, you're, oh. You did a good job. You think so? Oh, thanks. You know, I was um, a, a little uh, nervous at first. I don't know if you heard that in my voice. And then once I got it, yeah, uh, you forget out, you're then, on the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah. It's, it, then it just happened. Well, listen, so thanks, Patrick. Thank you for covering me. Look, uh, listeners, I have been going through it. I have been. Listen, Jupiter Hospital. Jupiter Medical knows me and my family like we work there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been my wife first, then the following week it was my stepdaughter, and then now it's currently my mother-in-law. We have wow. been there. Wow. So, um, so sorry to hear. Yeah, uh, I, I gotta say God's working. Everybody, you know, right now we're we're two for two or two for three. The, mm. the three is about to get out. So, <laughs> right, so right. Jupiter Medical is batting a thousand. Did you pass that down to me, Patrick? Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking to myself, you know, that's a uh, so far they're about a thousand with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so meaning that we're that we're coming out. <laughs> right. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right. So thank you to the staff um, at Jupiter Medical for taking care of my family. So all right, well let's get into it. Arms of Hope. If you don't know who we are and what we are, let's let's just talk about it. We are a food pantry. We're a restaurant. We we provide services just to help the community. Absolutely. Uh, if you have a need or, or something like that, you can come by 1512 Wingfield Street, and uh, we're certainly going to do our best to to meet you where you are. Absolutely. Uh, if you want to add groceries to your, you know, to your current groceries, we have food. I mean, and I don't just talk about a little bit of food. We have food. Just come. You'll. As a matter of fact, I, I carried some food up. I know how heavy it is. We bring. We give you food. Absolutely. So uh, if, you're, if your money doesn't make the whole ends meet, we can help there. Or if you don't have food at all, come. Is that open for everybody? Anybody? Any and everybody. It doesn't matter. Um, you know, we've had some instances where folks were, uh, I think I told the story a couple of times, you know, where I literally, you know, we have folks who pulls up sometimes in Mercedes Benz. I had one time a Rolls Royce Ooh. pulled up. Yeah. It, it was an older model Rolls Royce, though. You know, very old model. <laughs> that was mine. Because that's the only Rolls Royce yeah. I could afford to pull up. But, but, you know, and then, you know, folks are like, okay. You know, these folks don't need any food, you know. They don't need any food. You don't know if they bought that rolls when they had money. Well, yeah, yeah. They might not have well, money they, anymore. That's just it, you know. We don't ever know where someone is at, yes. you know. And on mm-hmm. first perception, we try to, you know, you know, say we read the book from cover to cover yeah. and come out with the story. Yeah. And uh, we have no idea because all we looked at was just the, 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 the cover of the book, you know. It's true. And you don't yeah. judge a book by you its don't cover, ju- Exactly, right? <laughs> right? And uh, after listening, because, you know, it, it took some time uh, because it takes some humility, you know, uh, that's involved because they're coming to me, complaining to me. And I'm like, you know, hey, 
Oh, they were like the service wasn't good enough. Like, where's the white glove? No, 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 no. Complaining that this person is driving a Rolls Royce. Oh, other folks were driving a Mercedes Benz, and they're coming looking for food. Yeah, you know, and you don't know, and 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 then when you get to hear the story, yes, you know, and then you know you say, wow, the fall can be as fast as the rise. Exactly, and you know, and that's that's really. In an interesting perspective, and and look, so how guilty are really just about everybody to see something from the outside and already place judgment. Place judgment. On it. Absolutely, yes. that's yeah. what we do. Yes. That's what we. I'm do. great at yes. that. I yes. I could judge. The, I mean, I'm a great judge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you know uh, and God has asked me to stop. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I stopped yeah. doing it a long, long time ago, yeah. man. Yeah. Because um, you know, when you have time to listen to stories, and that's why I got so good at listening to stories. Uh, because as uh, soon as you see somebody, you say, oh, okay. And then it's not that what you <laughs> thought it is, yes. you know. Mm -hmm. And this lady and her husband, they were really and truly, you know, seven, or if not s close to seven digits on their income, they were close, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, she did a really good job in her profession. Yeah. And so did her husband until they got struck in with uh, yes. a near fatal illness. Yeah. And um, the, one of the worst thing is if a doctor can diagnose what you have quickly, then you, you stand a chance. You got a shot. Out. Yeah. But when they can't, mm -hmm. then that means you got a lot of visits, yes. you know, and then yeah. she was laid up in the hospital for a year. Yeah. yeah. Goodness. Wow. A year. And what it would cost um, for the level of care. Yes. And the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she lost, they, they lost everything except for that Mercedes-Benz mm -hmm. and the clothing that she wears. And she said, I am not going to downdress myself because of my circumstances to right. please, wow. to please yeah. anybody. Yeah. So she said, yeah. I'm not going to pull up here in a beat-up yeah. car and in yeah. some old uh, clothes when right. I have a closet full. Right. nice clothes right she was know? just she was there for the food yeah, it, yeah. she didn't have that you and know she, like and, you know and her diet was really special she couldn't mm. eat anything but fresh fruits and vegetables so when she told us that then we were able to start putting it aside for her yeah when i say any, she couldn't eat any meat nothing wow. because anything that she eats messes up her system yeah so it's just fresh fruits and vegetables that's it raw yeah. fruits raw vegetables wow. that's it and, uh, you know, I haven't seen him in a while, but after hearing your story, you know, um, uh, her husband was the, I think it was a general manager or something like that for w one of the bigger dealership around. Yeah. Yeah. And she worked for, as a stenographer. But there's no way for him to work if she's going through all that. Like no, if, if it's, it no, gets. Well, she lost her job. Yeah. So y she was making a six plus figure, uh, well, yeah. not plus, but six figure income. Okay. Yeah. And, and this was like 12 about 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. And, um, and so that went out. They held the job for her as long as they could. Sure. And after that, you know, they, they couldn't because they didn't know when she was coming back. Yeah, yeah we, we so often <coughs> say that you may see their glory, mm -hmm. but you don't know their story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You yeah. don't even know in the if they're doing well and they're in the midst of their glory. Yeah. You don't know their story yeah. of even how they got to where, where they, they are, are today. Yeah. Yeah. So we should not judge. No, yeah. we should not. And as well as families, let me tell you, too, um, we see families that um, they don't want to take advantage of the situation because, okay, I'm doing okay. I'm struggling, but at least I'm getting by. 
But no, even when you're struggling, or if you're struggling, you shouldn't be struggling, you know? Utilize facilities like ours mm -hmm. so that you don't struggle. That's mm -hmm. the, you know, mm -hmm. supplement your income with yes. that for a good period of time until whatever the challenges may be, mm -hmm. then it can get you over the hump and you get a little bit of money in savings, you get a, you know, if it's repairs you need on your house, your vehicles, or whatever yeah. your circumstances may be, you know, you take care of that with that, you know, and but don't abuse it, you know, yeah. that's, right. that's yeah. the only thing. I, I have know? to say that, that we talk about this in our office all the time, mm -hmm. which is that you have to try to build in your life mm -hmm. and sustain when you're not building. Exactly. Mm. Like if you're, you know, so if you can't build, don't lose ground. Like if, if 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 all you can do is stay still, then you're growing, mm -hmm. you know. And then if you lose a little ground, that's fine, but don't crash. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so using uh, Arms of Hope and any other services and 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 things out there to sustain is what you should do. Yeah. Like if it, that's why it's exactly there because when you get to a certain point where where you can't sustain yourself at all, well, that's a totally different, a level, different level, you know, that to, to fight through. So yeah. yeah, if you can if you can get supplements here and there. And and stay where you're at, then that's that's a far better move than uh, having your pride and crash the whole way down. When yeah. you're gonna be there anyway. Uh, absolutely. And one of the most challenging thing I tell folks, you know, I, I work with, uh, you know, a lot of folks on different level. And once you get to a certain level, man, it's so much more challenging to get you from that level to the next. The easiest thing is preventing you. Right. from getting to that level right. and then so we have to make that decision and identify where we are sure and 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 say you know don't wait until there's a struggle before we respond to something you know mm -hmm. if you see it right away like get on and, and it yeah get on it right away and utilize these well now look if the mosses are in the house oh yeah you know what we're here to do <laughs> <laughs> all right now if you don't know who Terry and Carol Moss are look they are I don't even have the the proper words to describe um, the wonderful benefits we get when we get to talk about marriage with them. But they understand relationships in a way that God wants us to understand them, and they share that with you. They share with us, and uh, we're always honored to have you guys here. Thank you. And Thank uh, you. it's always awesome to be in the room with Pastor Patrick. Oh. You know, I haven't seen you in a while, brother. I miss yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, um, yeah, oh, I got the flu. I, I mean, I got it all. This is this past month has been something to talk about. But... Oh. All right, so now we have about eight minutes. So we're just going to, what is the topic, uh, Terry and Carol, today? What are we talking about? What, are you, what would you like to, if not, we'll just jump right into. Well, you said something about love, marriage, patience, and marriage. So I, I like it. All that's, right. That's what you said. Yeah, but <laughs> I want to know what you <laughs> want to talk about. Uh, no. We, 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 we always come open people. because you're, okay. you're like the open book. So we, we just like throw it. All right. I like it. Well, you guys are out of town. You guys are out of town. Was that personal or was that business? It was personal. We got a little break to get away oh, nice. for you, and uh, but it was interesting what we did. It, it was a uh, kind of an educational experience with a group that does educational experiences almost oh, any place in the world. Okay, this happened to be in Pasadena, California. What type of educational experience was it? Well, this experience was learning more about the Rose Parade and how that comes about. The Rose Parade. The Rose Parade. Now, what is the Rose Parade? Because I'm really right. uninformed. You've never watched the Rose Parade, the Tournament of Roses Parade, they used to call it? Oh, 
every year. I'm a simple man. The football. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You mean the Rose Bowl? There's, a, there's yeah. a Rose Bowl. Yeah. I know the game. Well, the but game, the, but yeah, in the but morning, the there's yeah, the parade. Yeah, before that. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, I, oh, I, I, you listen. have to watch the parade. That's yeah. with all the floats and the horses. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. So did you go to the parade? You guys got to see. So not only did we go to the parade, but this experience allowed us to help build floats nice. that were in the parade. Nice. Wow. Mm. So talk about a background experience. Yeah. And it was so fascinating. If you watch a parade after having this experience, yeah, you'll get it. You 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 won't watch it the same the way. Same way. It yeah. is so there's much. so much that goes into yeah. it. The hours of labor yeah. and manual I saw a documentary Touch. on that. Oh, okay, yes, yeah. yes. Okay, I saw so, that. so you guys are putting the roses on the on the floats. One thousand one hundred and million roses, <laughs> <laughs> plus, one, plus one. Well, well, see, here they have different volunteers, so different people do different, do different things. Absolutely. Yeah. And so there are some people that will put the roses on <laughs> mm-hmm. the float. Yeah. There's some who build the floats and all that stuff like that. We had the opportunity. Actually, Carol and I, we did different things as part of this group. I went with the guys who were cutting the roses. They come these long stems. stems. And so we cut the stems stems down, hand them over to Carol and her team. And what did you do, dear? I was putting them in the vowels, the the green vowels that Uh. goes into the floats. And it was a million of them. Yeah. So when you see those, ro- when you see the, the 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 parade, it's all it's the roses. It's all about the roses and the yeah. irises. But also there's seeds and vegetables and you know right. everything. Everything is has to be organic and yeah. natural that goes yes. on that float. Wow. So you see a float that looks this beautiful, and it may have a you know like a gorilla or a bird, or but that gorilla and that bird has been covered by everything organic. And there's it's all these little parts and all these little pieces and adhering, but those roses are stuck in to the float from what Carol just said she puts together. Right. So so it was just fascinating. And then we had a chance to kind of go in the warehouse, one of the three warehouses where they're assembling the floats. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty cool. You see it. You see it in that look. And then you see it at the parade where we had these stadium seating. The parade just walking by. We go, oh, yeah, we worked on that float. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it was really cool. And then there were some other things that we did. They, they had some people come in and kind of do lectures and tell you more about the background and the history and, and their part. And then we had opportunity to go to what they call the band fest, which is just. Like the, the battle of the bands from the college bands? Sort of. But they're not battling. It's not a competition. Yeah, they're, they're just performing. Just performing. Mm. And these are the bands that are in the parade. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so you get a chance to see them up nice. close and personal Person, and see yeah, them other nice. than just walking. You can see them actually performing. Fascinating. Nice. We saw. So it was funny because people around us knew that we were from Florida because as you're introducing yourselves and things like that. So a band comes from Niceville, Florida. Wow. Nice, Niceville. Niceville. <laughs> I didn't know where that is. Uh, you do? Nice. I don't. <laughs> I didn't either. No, I've never heard so of it. So people are looking at me like, oh, you know that band? I go, never heard of them. <laughs> do you know that city? <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> so I'm sitting there just Googling Niceville, Niceville. Yeah. and it is a city in Florida up in the panhandle. Ah. And so uh, a lot of those uh, people who live there are military people. Yeah. It's right okay, next so to, I don't know where that is in Florida. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's by a military base. A military base yeah. or bases. Yeah. And so... Uh, you don't want to mess with Niceville. They're right. loaded up. <laughs> they're, and, and their uniforms were like yeah. military-like uniforms. And oh. their precision was like, you know, like 
they probably are uh, well well uh, well prepared. But it was but there was a really nice band, really good. Uh, I mean, some of these bands are three hundred people deep. I mean, so it wasn't just like a little uh, twenty five people going out yeah. there marching. I mean, it was. Yeah. Huge. I was like the tuba player in the college band because <laughs> they just go at it like womp 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 womp. And so you imagine, so one of these bands, I counted, there were twenty. <coughs> or 21 tuba players. Yeah. That's a big band. Yeah. They all have bad backs. <laughs> and they have to thing. carry them the five miles. 5.6 miles is the I parade. Yeah. I did not realize that. Wow. Yeah. So that was an experience. It was really fascinating. Yeah. Early mornings, you had to get up 4 or 5 o'clock. 5 in the morning, miles. It's a lot of parade. Lot I guess of you of got them. a lot of people seeing it. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. you got to yeah. spread them out. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But it was fascinating. Fascinating. Well, well, listen, sounds like now, the, the mosses were worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> did, how do they store the floats? Because And do they use it for other parades? Well, what they do is you have to kind of come up with a design, mm -hmm. and then the floats are very expensive. Mm -hmm. One car that was being built, one cup of flowers was $100 a cup. Wow. And there, it was a fairly large car. The type of um, flower petals that was used to build that car uh -huh. was a uh, hundred dollars a cup. So wow. it's very expensive to build a float, but you have to. Um, By the way, some of these floats that she's saying, some of them may cost up to a million dollars. Wow. So when she talk about expensive, I mean they yeah. really. But those are the ones with the anim, you know, the moving yeah, parts yeah, and all yeah, that I'm stuff just, like that. I'm, I'm all right, listen, we have about oh, 15 seconds of break. Yeah. We're going to talk more about these <laughs> million-dollar roses. Because <laughs> uh, they we, die, don't they? You know, organic. When they we get back for that. But they do. But what they do? We will be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you get shy on me, lift up your song Cause you've 
be back in 20 seconds. Come on, we seconds. command our souls today. Oh, come on, my soul. Oh, don't you get shy on me. Lift up your song. Cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs. Get it. Come on, my soul. Oh, All right, we are back. 103.7 Super Jams Radio, Inspiring Hope. Cause you've got a lion and, uh, Nothing like a little Brandon Lake gratitude. Sing it. I mean, you sing it, not me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, listen. The reason we do this show is really to talk about Jesus, talk about all the areas he impacts the world even you know so much as he sends the mosses out to take care of the roses you know <laughs> like you don't realize but um you were on a mission out there i'm sure that some people needed to hear what you had to say while you were there i'm positive of that yeah, I so think, i think we did have some of those experiences yes yeah so we're, we're well we're always glad you're here with us so look i am I'm, I'm gonna just throw a topic out here and then we're just gonna jump on it like, you know one of the things that that I've had to go through in the past month is dealing with family illness. It does affect your marriage it does affect your family and there's a whole lot of praying that goes on in that i mean if you're if you're right with God, that's what you're doing because mm-hmm. you know you're not in charge of this um but I have to say like I'm really proud of Stacy um one thing that she does when there's trouble is she she will isolate, read the Bible, and listen to worship music. And so I always know when she's working through something because the music's on, you know, and it's, you know. So we went and visited um, my mother-in-law, Linda, at the hospital, and she was on a ventilator for like five days. Mm. And, you know, wasn't looking good, honestly. It was really upsetting. And I said, well, let's just put on the music you were listening to in the house and let Granny hear the music. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll read the Bible and we'll pray. And so that, that is, you know, in, it's such an amazing place to be that even though it doesn't look good, that you can just trust in God. And, um, you know, we, we, my family came by. We, people kept coming and visiting. And uh, I stepped out, and we were at the restaurant, and I was just by myself for a minute, and I just felt the Holy Spirit come over me and say, she's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was already, he was answering me. He was saying, I got this. And the next day, they, they said that she had been trending in the right direction, and that we just, we just knew we had to wait. And, you know, although she's, she's still going through it, um, she's, the ventilator's off. She just has to wear the mask now uh, every so often. Mm-hmm. Um, but but put put that into a marriage perspective, right? Like this is, you know, this is your family, but this is your spouse's mom. Mm. You know, this is a, this is a serious relationship, and you, you know you have to really become humble because it is no longer about you as the spouse; it's about your spouse and her mom. Mm-hmm. And my prayers were different this time, mm. which was, how do I support? Mm. Help me do a good job staying out of the way and supporting rather than interjecting, you know, something dumb that I could possibly, you know, <laughs> you know, you know open mouth, insert foot, and mm. I'm good at it. Right. So, <laughs> you know, 
So let's start there. Let's talk about you know maybe marriages that are going through crises. Not maybe a, not maybe a crisis in between the husband and wife, but family crisis. Mm. Well, you know, I was going to say the importance of intimacy in a marriage is just what you talked about. I know me as a a wife when there's trouble in our household or trouble in the family and there's sicknesses with the uh, within a family. I can look at my husband and I know that he's praying. Yeah. I know that he's a praying man. And I know he's going to take the time to get up early in the morning and go to his prayer closet and just be praying. And in knowing that gives me the security. Mm-hmm. I know I'm praying and I know that he's praying and then our prayers are connecting. That's important. Yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's it's nice to be in the place mm-hmm. where it's not on me. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. God's way better at handling these things than we'll ever be. Yeah. Um, but it can really strain your relationship if you don't, if you're not in the right place. If God's not dead center of that that situation. Um, you're absolutely <coughs> right, and that's why a lot of times we talk about the fact that a healthy marriage is important. A healthy relationship in the marriage is important. Because in those times of trouble, struggle, crisis, I think that's where we see the real metal of the character of an individual. Sure. And so when we make vows to one another to love you to death, do you part? Uh, for better, for worse, all the other good things. Right, right. Um, there's there's a, a, a statement I read recently. It was a quote that says, a promise is only as good as the character of the person making it. Mm. There you go. Mm. <laughs> and, yeah. And so when these crises come, now you get to see the character of the person behind that mm. promise. And what real love does, real love covers. Right. Real love protects. Real love honors. Real love is there and committed to doing what's necessary for the person or persons you love. And that is so, so good, love. Because I remember last year, um, I just, we were going for a walk early in the morning and we're just talking and that's our devotional time. I always tell Terry, I feel like I'm in Bible study <laughs> when we're walking together. But the spirit You did, you know, marry Elder Mark. Right, you know, right, right, right. <laughs> And so grateful. Yeah. But the spirit said, you need to go visit your mom. Mm. Just walking. Mm. And it was just downloaded. You need to go visit your mom. So I looked at my husband and I said, you know what? I think we need to go visit mom. And I think it was in the time when we were doing a lot of traveling and we had a lot of things on our plate doing conferences and stuff. And I think we had visited her twice already. Yes. In Topeka, Kansas. And Terry's like, again? Again, exactly. <laughs> and he's like, again? Why yeah. do you think we need to go visit your mom? And I, and I just said, I don't know. The spirit just said you need to go visit your mom. So then he was talking about the flights and costs and stuff. But then I just let it rest there. Mm-hmm. Didn't say any more. Strategy number one, ladies. Mm-hmm. Throw it out there. <laughs> and let it, let it rest. Let, let it rest. rest. <laughs> so then later on that night, he came back to me and he said, hmm, I was looking at some flights. I found some nice prices for us. So I think within the next day or two, we're going to fly out there and go visit your mom. And we did just that. And the ironic thing is when we went out there to visit my mom, she was in her death 
bed, pretty wow. much. Wow. She needed us at that time more than ever. Yeah. She was very ill, very frail, had not eaten in days. And she said to us, if we didn't come, that may have been her last days. Wow. So that's the importance of having that relationship together, now that let me, spirit. Let me, now listen, that just spawns a whole topic. Ready? So what would have happened in your marriage if Terry would have just not moved to what you're saying? Like, in other words, like, that's when resentment starts. That's when the, there's a, there's, there's, there's the crack. And, and it's not because he should do everything you say. Yes. But it's, he should hear what you're saying and evaluate it, pray about it, and see what God has to say about it. But clearly all that happened um, because, think about it, God forbid she would have passed at that yes. moment. You know what I mean? And Terry's like, well, it's another oh, yeah, flight, Terry's it's $300. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, like, you know, like that, that really does, yeah, yeah. that really does put, and, and, and I think more couples than not have that moment and destroy trust mm -hmm. between each other and yes. i like what you said it's a moment mm -hmm. there is a moment and we all have these moments mm -hmm. and a moment before the moment <laughs> a lot of times mm -hmm. we talk yeah. about at christ fellowship yeah but we have those moments and what do we do in that moment because yeah. that moment is going to have consequences there's going to be a decision made in that moment that will have a consequence and yeah. the thing is we don't always know what the consequence is going to be right so I think about when I think about that, I think about in the Garden of Eden when God has said, hey, you can eat from any tree you want, but don't eat from, from the tree of knowledge of good. Don't eat from this tree because when you do, you will surely die. He gave them the consequence, yeah. but they didn't understand the magnitude of that mm. consequence sure. as we often don't. Mm. Right. But they made a decision. And so we often make decisions and without knowing the consequences, but we have to try to be connected to the vine mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. where you can get an accurate download, and then you have to be obedient mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. what the Lord says because sure. if the Spirit leads a certain way and you say, well, because of this, because of this, because of this, no, you've made a decision. There's mm -hmm. no faith in and that either. Mm -hmm. There's no you faith. Know, you have to trust. Like that, That's really yes. the thing. It's like, um, you know, you have, to, you have to go after God you know, fearlessly. Yeah. If, yeah. if it's, if it's truly from God, believe me, every door is going to open and that's going to happen. And that's the thing though, Mark, in some moments when you're trying to practice faith, yeah. Logic comes in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because logically going back to this scenario, it would not have been inappropriate to think of the fact that we've been to Topeka, Kansas twice already this year. Yeah. And now, and plus other places we've had to go, financially, we're sure. retired people here. Mm -hmm. we, <laughs> it just doesn't yeah. roll off the tree. Street, right. yeah. And so, mm -hmm. logically, would that have been an appropriate response? A, a very appropriate response. But the importance is building that relationship. The relationship... With with each other within the marriage. Because the relationship that we have is, you know, I'm just, I'm not eager to run to Topeka, Kansas, <laughs> for number one. You're not? I, I mean, I am. I mean, <laughs> who doesn't want to go? Who doesn't want to go to Topeka, Kansas? Really? <laughs> I love visiting my mom. I love, uh, love her and spending time, but we had already been there several times. But he can feel in me 
when God is speaking to me. Mm -hmm. And it's the way that I present it to him. So that relationship where we know each other, it's important what she says. That's true. Mm -hmm. and, and, and what Carol has gotten really good at in our relationship is she throws these things out there. Mm -hmm. And immediately it's a challenge for my brain and my psyche and sometimes my spirit. But instead of her continue to push yeah. and criticize, well, how come you never do what I want to do? Well, how yeah. come you never want to respond to me? Mom. How come yeah. you did? That's my yeah. mother. You know, mm -hmm. you know, she didn't do any of that. She yeah. made her request known, <laughs> and then she explained why, and then she left it alone. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, a similar situation we're actually in is that we're supposed to go on a cruise, you know, February 4th. Mm. I mean, if Linda's not in good condition, yeah, we're not going on a cruise. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's it's... You know, and Stacey had mentioned that to me. And yes, I have worked for a lot of years to have this vacation. You know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. But certainly not, not going to be, if she's not in a stable position where looking good, then we're not going anywhere. Yeah. Who's going to decide it's, that? That'll be her. Yeah, good. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you know, she won't have any fun. That's what I was going to say. Just think that if you push past that and you get, decide to go anyway and you guys went along together and you get there, you're, it's not going to be fun. She's going to be mad. She's going to be worried. She's going to be making phone calls. She's not. Yeah. You're not going to have that relaxed mm -hmm. time that no. you intentionally scheduled the vacation for. Now here's something funny. I never buy insurance for my trips. I think it's a waste of money. However, I bought it for this trip. So, look, we're covered. In the event that there's a real medical issue, we'll be able to reschedule it. Uh, but I certainly wouldn't want to be anywhere else but by uh, my mother-in-law's side, period. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's, you know, when, but that wasn't my, my past. And I think a lot of people who are in relationships who are listening to us how we kind of in tune, really trying mm -hmm. to to um, master marriage, mm -hmm. meaning I think that's the truth. Mm -hmm. Like Patrick, you and your wife, you you're mastering marriage. You're mm -hmm. you're you're a team. You uh, Terry and Kara, you guys, you know, this is what we're doing, and so is Stacy and I. And it's important that you you put aside nonsense. Mm -hmm. These are real moments, mm -hmm. you know. My mother-in-law's life is far more important than seven days on a boat. Mm -hmm. And having every minute with her um, is super important. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's so right. that's, that's right. why, you know, when, you know, we've been through Reengage and uh, we, we've been to your, um, chew, was it, the Chew and Chat? <laughs> chew and Chat. Which, by the way, <laughs> by the way, so much fun. Chew and Chat is something mm. we'll talk about another day, but we're definitely... Need to throw one of those again yeah. soon. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the, the point is, is if you're building a relationship and you're putting God in the center, then what you're doing is you're putting yourself aside. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if you can do that, yeah. it's actually kind of easy to see what your spouse needs. Yes. Mm. That, let's talk a little bit about putting yourself aside when your father went into a nursing facility and we went every weekend to Kankakee where we lived in 
Plainfield. This is when we yeah, lived this up This is north. Illinois for those of you who lived up north. Yeah. So <laughs> how far is that? What's how the far? About an hour and 20 minutes. Right. Yeah, so that's three hours a day. Yeah. In and out or get a hotel, whatever, and, right? And every weekend. And on top of that, his father, I was not his favorite person. I can't believe that. Not, not based by me because I'm a very sweet person. <laughs> I can't believe. If you ask me. Yes. <laughs> but it was just based on some relationships that he had within the family from the past. Sure. So anyway, when we went to this nursing facility, he did not want me to come into the room. Yeah. He barely, barely wanted me to come into the room, but... Well, at least you got in. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. But I was not invited. But, you know, based on what you spoke on, Mark, is I never felt ill will not to support my husband every weekend and travel with him. That's right. I didn't even think of the fact that he didn't want me in the room. Right. And God is so good because the time that Terry went in there to spend with his father for a few trips, I sat in the car and I read and I did different things until I realized that there was a mall <laughs> about a mile there down. You the, there you go. And, and then so putting yourself aside, you, you shop for some <laughs> right. things. Just, just, the sacrifices we just, make. Just, just text me when you read. Right, right. But, but I said all that to say outside of the mall time, it was just supporting my husband every weekend without even giving it a second thought. And yeah. many times she would prepare a meal or bake a pie or cake or yeah. something to give to him, and mm. even though he was sure. the way he was. So, yeah, she was she was a superstar. Mm -hmm. doing yeah, those and so what you're hearing, listeners, is that marriage is a blessing, mm. and it's your ministry, and it's your privilege not work. Chew and Chat totally brought that out for me. Mm -hmm. Went to Chew and Chat and he's like, is marriage work? And they were all like, yep. <laughs> yep, they were like, it's hard. It's Until hard. you played the game. <laughs> yeah, I, every day, I, you know, like I was, and I was like, it, that actually really just hit me such the wrong way. I was like, no, you guys are not. This person sitting next to you right here gave you everything. Mm. You need to do, uh, appreciate that at a level that you don't even understand yet. Well, that's two things you said there. Need to appreciate a level they don't understand. Yeah. Mm. Part of the problem with marriages these days yeah. is the lack of understanding of what marriage really is. Well, well, marriage is, is a buy it, but not really buy it. Like, you know, yeah. we're going to have a first test, fight, I'm test, out. Test run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, marriage sounds dope. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go try it out, and then you know, then you realize, wow, they, you know, they don't always flush the toilet. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm out of here. You know, and, I mean, and that's the easy part, right? The yeah. flushing the toilet thing. That's yeah. easy. Yeah, it's uh, when and you get into real stuff, and you got to pay a bill or or finances. Yeah, yeah. there's a thousand, there's a thousand things in marriage. Disagreement. Yeah, but she, she doesn't listen to me, or she doesn't mm. uh, let me be me, or make me just a. I mean, I issues. I don't know how many times. Like, I, I'm like your favorite student because I have all the epiphanies you want your students to have. <laughs> you know, but, but like, I don't know how many times. Like, I catch myself getting upset about something that is said or done, and God is like, mm. "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you need to be unoffendable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You need to let the little things go. You need to stand in and shut up." And since I've been taking that message mm -hmm. the that Holy Spirit. Smacks. That the, uh, you know it's, <laughs> it's, it's what it is it's like like 
Stacy and I, we just love differently, mm-hmm. right? So because of that, I have to recognize the way she loves. <laughs> and she's got to try to love me the way that I like to be loved. But I still got to recognize she's loving me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a really, like, you know, people get, you know, like, well, you didn't, you know, this and you didn't that. Well, that's true. But you did this, 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 and this, and you said yes. yes. And you stood across from me in front of God and said, you will. Mm-hmm. And I trust that. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I said, I will too. So I need to make sure she trusts it. Yeah. I laugh because it's so funny because I used to get, well, I don't get beat up as much, but I still get beat. But in the beginning of our marriage, I was getting beat upside the head all the time, like you, Mark. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the you and the Lord. The, me and the Lord. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> not, I just yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah. clarify for yeah. our listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to beat his wife? It's just for clarification, uh, proper disclaimer, there was no physical abuse between the mosses. You know. Thank you. Thank you. The, spi- the spiritual beating, let me clarify, the spiritual beating. Because when we first got married, um, I wanted to run my smart mouth you may not know that you know sometimes i like to have a little smart mouth i used to but, yeah. <laughs> but, now, but now, now from the inside out right. it gets clutch, you know. yeah. but, but the lord when i go to run my smart mouth to my husband the lord would remind me he was your elder before he became your husband are you going to speak to a man of god like uh, that boom yeah what's the verse of that and there's a verse in there talk about how you speak about a man of god uh, i don't uh, know but i just say thank you jesus <laughs> thank you that jesus may not be the verse but yeah, thank you jesus yeah. for that revelation uh, i know that verse by heart <laughs> so i'm just connected i'm just connected with mark with the holy beating yes. <laughs> no. and, but i'm but i'm thankful for it yeah you, you know what i mean it's you grow. Like, i i want to be a great husband to her. Well, I want Stacy to feel that way. And that's where it starts. You know what I mean? I it's want, it's I my intention. Yeah. It's we my intention. Yeah. Yes. You know, and um, the want to. You know, I, I'd love to say that she perfectly never upsets me. <laughs> and Stacy, you if you're listening, uh, you never upset me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Stacy, if you're listening, I know it's all him. Yeah. I got you, girl. I got you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I, she certainly appreciate your sentiment. <laughs> And we are recording this whole play for us. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but yeah, but so so this is this is like the stuff when our listeners are listening. It's what I want them to hear is that if we when we talk marriage, we're out here talking about the the biggest blessing and challenge of our entire life. Mm-hmm. But it's so much. It, it just gets better. It mm-hmm. gets better when you recognize the design of it. Mm. Hence your plan, right? <laughs> Marriage yes. by design. Marriage by design. Because God had a plan. He didn't just say, yeah. I love the fact that God thought about each and every one of us before he made us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is such a comforting Bible verse to me, that we're fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm. It's a simple statement, but to think that, that the creator of all things, the almighty God, has a lot. He could do anything with his time, but wanted to make me. Mm. And, and so, since we know he's excellent, I was made with excellence. Mm-hmm. And I just, I love to think about God thinking about me. And then I also think, that, well, if you thought about me like that, I don't want to disappoint. Yes. Mm-hmm. You yeah. see, you know, if you took that much time, then there was a reason. And I don't want to miss it. Because when I finally get to meet Jesus and God and I hang out with them, and they say, hey, this was 
you did the plan that we had for you, that is, that is going to be an amazing moment. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get there and be like, hey, man, I had so much more for you. Mm. I sent you a wife. <coughs> I sent you a business. I mm. sent you Christian friends. I sent you all of this. And you didn't get any of what I was sending. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to be me. You know, they talk about, you know, oh, this God's not real. I, I, I'm so tired of the dismissal of the supernatural. Mm-hmm. And, the, and I don't need to defend God. God's mm-hmm. really good at defending himself. Mm-hmm. I just feel bad for people that their hearts are so hardened and shut off to the idea that they were fearfully and wonderfully made by an entity that could do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be made by the B God who could almost, you know, <laughs> I want to be made by the almighty God who, yes. who could do anything and chose to make me. Mm-hmm. So in my marriage is the same thing. He chose this marriage. Hello, husbands and wives. Mm-hmm. You didn't just bump into that person by accident. Mm. How you treat them can dictate the success of this. But it's how you see them is how you treat them. There you go. So, yeah, I, I'm, you know, I just think about, like, this situation. And I don't want to be anywhere else but supporting my wife right now mm-hmm. and my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it, I'm, I'm tired of going to the hospital. I've been there for a month and a half, <coughs> you know. But I'm not going to miss a moment. And mm-hmm. you're not going there because it's a pleasure. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm going, going there because the, because the people I love are there. You're right. Going, you're going on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very purposeful about There's it. There's a purpose. And, yeah. You know, uh, and... You know, I believe wholeheartedly that, that Linda is, is going to be fine and she'll be home. And I don't know what she'll need when she gets home. So that's the next step mm-hmm. of support. But what you said, love, that's so good, is you have to take you out of it. Yep. Because now it's not about you. And that's one of the downfalls in marriage is that the pride and the selfishness. Mm-hmm. So although you've been at the hospital for a month and a half over and it's like, getting daunting but you're like it's not about me now mm-hmm. it's about the situation it's about supporting my wife and then my mother-in-law that's right you have to take you out of the equation mm-hmm. yeah and, and 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 honestly it makes it easier mm-hmm. when you yeah. just step back and say look you know what 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 does my wife need right now what exactly. does my mother-in-law need right? yes. what does god want me mm-hmm. to do right now mm-hmm. then because if i ask mark what i want to do I'd really like to go get a Camaro and work on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's like, you know like that's that's, that's you. That's that's what Mark wants to do right now. You know, like, you know or buy some more DJ speakers and, mm-hmm. and play loud music. That's yeah. that's what I want to do. Yeah. But what I want to do more than anything is make sure that my wife knows that she's loved. Mm-hmm. And you know that that want to is just huge. Uh, you know, uh, you know when Jesus was by the way, I always think of this example when Jesus by the pool and the man by the pool. The yeah, lame yeah. man, he'd been there for 38 years. Or right, he whatever, never got in. Yeah, someone always jumped in oh, before Someone him. jumped in yeah. before him. And, and it was said that, you know, the angel will trouble the water and the first one in be right. healed. Right. But for year after year, time after time, someone would get in before this guy. And Jesus comes and says, do you want to be whole mm. or healed or well? Right. So think about that. Yeah. You would think. Jesus seeing the scene <laughs> right would say I know you want to be made well so therefore do this right mm-hmm. but he said he asked the question mm-hmm. yeah. do you want to be made whole 
whatever the conversation went on between them after that, it was interesting. Yeah. But I don't know if it's recorded. But yeah. it does say Jesus told him, take up your bed and walk. Yeah. No, He's a lame man. He's been lame for years. Gets up and walks. But mm. he gets up and walks. Why? Mm. Because... Jesus is Jesus. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> Who has I, the authority in the words. That says, but the question up. is but really the, question, the fact. The yes. question, the is, question the is the wisdom. Yes. Exactly. Is that, is that, do you what, want? What do you to, really want? Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. yes. <coughs> oh, we're off of air. All right. We did good. All right. <laughs> so good. Just hang tight. We'll be right back. Two seconds. I have to wind that back so I can get the cue that I want. Listen to 103.7 Super Jams. And we're talking about the man, Jesus. You know who. Here we go.
I mean, it can, there's not many songs more powerful than that. Like, like I just love the, the what Phil Wickham's saying here, which is he loves us. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and it doesn't matter what situation we're in. He just loves us, mm-hmm. and he's he's gonna be there. Yes. He's just there. That's what love does. You know, and it, what's interesting about exactly is if you love somebody, you're just there. Like, and you can just roll that into, if you can just take Jesus' example in your marriage, like, he's just there. And he's there, he's calm. He's there, he's, he's, he's still. And he's willing to teach you and not, you know, break you down. Because if Jesus ever broke you down, it was with wisdom. It wasn't with insults. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you only could take that <coughs> one way. I need to move to that. <laughs> you know, that mm-hmm. was, the, the, you know. But when people break you down with insults, it's different. And I'm guilty. Like I, 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 Carol, I have a pretty sharp tongue. You know, and and that's the area that for the past year or so I have really worked heavily on, to not say all the things that that mm-hmm. you know. I'm so wittingly. Uh, that would be really witty right now. Mm-hmm. That easily comes to your head. Mm-hmm. That comes out of your mouth. Now listen. <laughs> Carol and uh, Terry had us over for the holidays. And by the way, the food was awesome. Mm. All right. And the company was great. Uh, so if you guys are hungry, Carol's cooking tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you know, it'll be good. You know, as, as, uh, Terry, you're a lucky man. Um, yeah, except the uh, added pounds doesn't uh, help. But, you listen, know. you know, we just it's part of it. It's part of the game. It's part of what I have to do. It's part, it's, <laughs> it's part, of, it's part of that, you know, really, really supporting your wife. Is your support, <laughs> That's right. Supporting that cooking, exactly. you know. Um, exactly. But yep. yeah, so we had a wonderful time with yeah. you, and and I want to just take this time to say real quickly to Paula Shaw, thank you for listening. Elder Dell, thanks for tuning in, and Fabulous, you are awesome. Thank you also for listening. We appreciate you guys. Oh yeah, listen, I'm sorry, I've I've been out, yeah. so yeah, I'm missing my duties. Uh, listen, we have three and a half fans, and we certainly thank you for calling in and messaging. Uh, we do see your messages. Um, well, I shouldn't say this. You messaged and we eventually <laughs> see <laughs> your, your message. And is it, to be fair, there's a giant screen directly yeah. in front of me. Yes. So, and, and, uh, and, and, and in front of Patrick. Yeah, in front, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it takes, we're older. Yeah. That's all I got to say. We, it takes a little while to catch yeah. up. Yeah. All right. So, you know, you know, marriage is, is something that, that is, is important to our society. We're going into this, like, um, we, I think this is a really tough year in in the world. I think this is a lot happening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of real, I think social media, I think um, uh, sexual morality is high. I, I think that just morality as a general statement is not valued uh, anymore. And it's, it's do get yours and, and, and all of that. And it's really, it's troubling now for me because I'm saying that, that what are these kids looking forward to, right? And what do these marriages have to go through that they didn't before? Like, there's a real difference. Like, fidelity in a marriage is really under attack. Mm-hmm. You can get on your phone and you can cheat mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and so there's, there's all these different ways that marriages are attacked right mm-hmm. now. And I, and, I, and I think that... If we don't talk loud about it, then what happens is, you, you, you know, like I'll, I'll be at Celebrate Recovery this evening. And, uh, you know, they talk about, you know, pornography for men. 
right? Well, it's for women too, but you know, men have been the target for a long time. But you know, now it's everybody, and 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 how that just destroys your life like any drug, like like any addiction, because it's 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 an easy way out. Mm-hmm. It's a, a you know, and it's it's definitely. Uh, trying marriages right now. You can literally, there are married people on date sites. Like, it's insane. And so when you're in a marriage, um, you need God. You don't just, I mean, you are up against Satan's best. Everything that Satan has to offer is to destroy your marriage and your relationship with each other and God. Well, I say, Mark, Do you know that Satan's attempt has always been to destroy marriages and our relationship with God? Hmm. Well, if that's the case, then he's got more tools today. So he he has new tools, newer tools, more tools. But if we if we look beyond the tools Mm -hmm. and look at the purpose, Mm -hmm. the scheme is still the same. Mm-hmm. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. You yeah. scheme? Yeah. I like that word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The scheme is still the same. Yeah. He still wants to steal, kill, yeah. and destroy. And destroy. Yeah. That's still what his purpose is. And he's very good at it. He's had many years of experience <laughs> and practice. Is he good at it, or are we just easy targets? Well, well, if you go back to the beginning in the yeah, garden, he was, he was a cunning. Yeah. And crafty, yeah. And 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 he's still cunning and crafty. Sure. He knows mm-hmm. he knows how to destroy us. He knows how to trick us, how to distract us, how sure. to get us off course. Because you know we, it's not that we're an easy target, but we are a willing vessel. Mm. Mm. And Interesting. And so it goes back to the want to. If we sure. want the good more than sometime the easy then we stay in there long to get the good and not just go after the easy yeah now having said that i'm not naive to think that these social media and other opportunities that exist are are not uh, persuasive and not um not readily available. So once, more than once, but there's a particular time I'm thinking, I'm looking at my phone, just glancing through some social media stuff, pictures, you know, you know, friends, quote unquote. (laughs) Yeah. And up pops this opportunity really attractive friend that mm-hmm. you didn't know you had well <laughs> well and, and they didn't show and the attractive friend. friend but they talk it says uh i forget how they put it something like uh a beautiful attractive women waiting to hear from you or something like that terry and then, so <laughs> <laughs> and then, then sometime it's like uh you know ukrainian women or asian women or you know Ready to ready yeah. for love or whatever. <laughs> ready for love. <laughs> and so it could be easy to click that out of curiosity and go, wonder what's this all about. But I choose, and it is a choice, 100%. not 
to click. Yeah. Because I don't know where the click will go and what it'll what track it'll leave and trace it'll leave. And God forbid my wife happened to pick up the phone. Oh yeah. And see this trail. Even of the appearance clicking. of it's <laughs> mm-hmm. the appearance. You exactly. don't want to even exactly. give your wife a reason to think. Right. And then that's just you know, I don't want my wife, but I don't want me myself. Mm. Yeah. But also, I don't want God to be looking at me and go, and go mm-hmm. what are you Come on, doing? Terry. <laughs> you know those Asian chicks right. don't want you. <laughs> 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 but you know, that, yeah. that's real good. It ties into what we were speaking about before we went to the commercial. When Jesus asked the man by the pool um, what he wanted. Yeah. He asked him, do you want to be healed? Because Jesus already knew the answer. Or he could have just gave him the answer. I know you're here every day Mm -hmm. and I know that you want to be healed. But Jesus allowed him, the man by the pool, to recognize that he wanted to be healed, to announce that he wanted to be healed. Because the man went on to um, make excuses. He went on to say, uh, yes, I want to be healed, but every time I try to get in, somebody try to get in, every time I try to do this. So making us realize that there's a thousand and one excuses Uh that we can use. but if For our behavior and for our choices. Yes, but what do you want? Right. Mm -hmm. It's a core value thing, honestly. Like, you have to measure your decisions on what you want. Yes. If you want to be close to God, you want to be close to your wife, then you're going to choose things that that achieve that. Yes. You know, what you stated there is so prevalent for in our society today. And it's a gradually build up to where we are. And um, we make choices um, basically about how we feel, Mm -hmm. you know. And if it's going to get us what we want, then um, forget about everybody else's, Mm -hmm. you know. And and that's... brings your point to light because we find ourselves in in positions now that it's difficult to get out of because we chose this path Mm -hmm. and then we're looking at it and say well this is what we (coughs) look like and Mm -hmm. and then we say we don't care what anybody else Mm -hmm. sees or whatever and then when the kids do the same we get upset and we say, well, no, you know, do as I say, <laughs> not, as, not I'm as, doing. as I do, yeah. you know. Yeah. That doesn't so go over very well with these kids. Yeah, these I know. Either. Well, <laughs> you they're see too there? smart. They're, they're because after generations mm-hmm. of that, they're, they're, this generation say, no, we're not having it, mm-hmm. you know. So we've got uh, a lot of, um, what do you say, uncovering and correcting to do. You know, you and, know? and yes. like, Terry, you bring up such a such an interesting point, how, like, these social media sites, they, they have, you know, like, hey, you know, check this out. <laughs> so, you know, so I know Stacy's listening, so I'm going to share a story. Um, so, you've, you guys remember, like, in the 70s when Burt Reynolds took that picture? He's just naked. He's just laying there with a hat. But he, you know, mm-hmm. it was, yeah, every woman knows that picture. Hey, Carol's like, yep. Yeah. So, I'm glad so I don't remember that. I didn't click on it, but no. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you didn't have to click on it. It was a billboard. It was like a, uh, oh, okay. it was like, it was, like, it was you just know, there. It was there. It was a, you know. So, um, you know, this guy sends Stacy a very similar photo oh <laughs> via text, you know, and, you know, so you have to be in a, one, and I love the fact that Stacy will talk to me about this and tell me these things, right? But it's just, it's so shocking how somebody that knows her, she, that knows that she's married, 
has no respect for our marriage at all, or for Stacy. Mm-hmm. She didn't solicit this picture. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got all of this. I could take a photo. She, that's what she's looking at. <laughs> it's not a, it's, you know what I mean? It's, you know, and, and you know, to be funny, I was going to take the same photo <laughs> and text it to her, but maybe, not, maybe another day. Yeah, but, but, but the, the point is, is that when you think about the, the availability of your spouse to other people, yeah. That was not the way. When we were young, or younger, we're still young. When we were younger, you had to be at a place where there was a phone. Mm. And that phone couldn't yeah. see you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And nobody could just send you a direct message. Mm-hmm. They couldn't get to your kids. They, like, you know, you know, they couldn't get in the middle of your marriage. Not like, I mean, they could, but they'd have to know you. Yeah, they'd have to yeah, be in your proximity. work effort to it. Yeah, now, yeah. Mm-hmm. they could look at your Facebook page. And send you a Burt Reynolds, mm-hmm. yeah. well, you know, and that simple, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and and so and no offense to Burt, you look fantastic in Burt. I'm not trying to hate on you, brother. I don't know what to tell you. The women love you, but the the, the, the point is, is that that this this is what our society is dealing with. It's what our marriages are dealing with. Uh, it's what our young people are dealing with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so when 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 people are getting married now, it's like you, there's the preparation has to be way better. Like, we got to move to the new challenge, not the marriage prep of old. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know? I agree, 100%. You know, and because marriage prep of old doesn't address the, the incredible availability of... Uh, like, Stacy gets... Women hit on Stacy in her text message. <laughs> I, I, look, I don't get any action. I don't know, but Stacy gets action. You know, and it, and, it, and it, it's, you know, she pays no mind to it. But the point is, it's like, what what is this? Mm-hmm. Like, what is what what is this lack of respect mm-hmm. for the institution of marriage mm-hmm. and for the 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 sanctity of it and yeah. the and the you know and the 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 intimacy of it. You know, do it in your presence. Remember, we was downtown, and the lady was trying to hit on me, asking me to go with her, and I'm here with my husband. Mm -hmm. It's wild. Yeah, they'll do it in your presence. But what you spoke on, Mark, is so true, and I enjoyed having that time with uh, Pastor Patrick's son and his friend, and we had that conversation. But based on what you said, is that's what stops our younger generation now of committing. That's right. It's hard for them to make commitments because there's so much out there that they think more available to it's them. Decision paralysis. Yes. Hey, they all look good. I don't know what to take. Yes, yes. Yeah. Or if I commit to this one, then another one is going to come along that might spark my interest more than this one. So I can't commit to this one because I'm still available. I'm looking They've talked about the grass is greener forever, mm-hmm. right? The grass is greener on the other side, right? No, it's just grass. <laughs> no, but it's you know, spray painted. It's spray yeah, painted. You know don't, I mean? don't get a fool. Yeah, it's spray painted. <laughs> when you get closer. A whole bundle of reasons why the grass is yes. greener. Yes. Yeah. It's not real. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it could be spray painted. Yeah. Yeah. He could be spending 500 bucks a month yes. on that lawn. <laughs> you know, it could be several reasons why it's green on the other well, side. And, and probably the most, from a relationship standpoint, the grass being greener is because the, your your needs aren't met the way you want them to be met rather than your commitment to meet your spouse's needs. 
In other words, if 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 each person is focusing on the other, then it's it, you don't feel like you're not getting what you need because you're too busy giving your wife or your husband what they need. Yes, you know, and yeah. it's such a you know. But oh, I didn't get oh she'll be nice to me. Mm. Yeah, she will be until she knows that you to leave the toilet seat up, and then you're going to hear from her. <laughs> you know, it's, it's you know, it's always peaches and cream. Everybody's got a good 15 mm. minutes. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. got a good yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah. It's when you can find someone who goes into the trenches with you and stands with you, yeah. and, and and you know what I mean. It's just yeah. different. Yeah. And knows God. See, the thing is, this this whole show is about God. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get off track and we just talk about the world. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, if you plug God into any area of your life, your marriage, your friendships, your, your relationship with your kids, your work, it just works. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's that simple. Well, you know, and it is. The, the thing is, we, we, we look to compartmentalize. Yeah. Mm. This, is, this, is, this is what I do at church. This is what I do at home. This yeah. is what I do at my job. Mm. These are my friends here. Mm-hmm. These are my, you know, these are my non-God friends. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, we compartmentalize. Yeah. And what happens is in those various compartments, we pretend to be who we are no, in that in compartment. Each compartment. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. But do you know how challenging that is to our psyches? Mm, trying yes. to remember yeah. who are you supposed to be who in that am group? I here? Yes. Who am I here? Who yes. am I here? What do yes. I say here? What are, yeah. What I've learned, and this was a learning thing, quite honestly, over the years, how much easier it is to be me mm-hmm. in whichever compartment I'm in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. And so now take that spiritually, and I think that's the way God wants yeah. us to treat him, mm-hmm. is he's in all of all our of compartments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's mm-hmm. not just, well, I'm going to go <laughs> and be with God on Sunday. Yeah. And then the rest of the week, I'm doing my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Pastor Todd talked about it. He said basically that, you know, you, you have half in with God and half in the world. Right. You right. got one foot in and right. one foot out. Right. And there's no way to win there. Nope. Because yeah, um, nope. you, you, for me, it's, it's not until I put both feet in with God that you get to meet me. Because mm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't pretend anymore. As, you know, I'm, you know, but people... Ask me, like, you're Goldstein, but you know Jesus. You're a completed Jew. They got a million names mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I've never heard, and I certainly don't call myself. Mm-hmm. I'm a Christian. I follow Jesus. And I'm not perfect, and I fail abysmally, if, uh, you know, in certain moments. And you could certainly see the world in me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But what, what you might not see is my repentance. Mm-hmm. my turn back to God mm-hmm. you, you know and and when so the, they remember your moment mm-hmm. right because life is all about moments and people are really impacted by moments good or bad and they remember your moment where you weren't great or you weren't godly mm-hmm. or it didn't look like you knew Jesus you sure didn't sound like you knew Jesus but most people don't ever get to see your repentance your wife does your husband does mm-hmm. your, your family does so it's so important. Your employees do. You're, you know, they, they see this. So you have to, you're carrying God's torch. That's God's light you're carrying. It's not yours. Mm-hmm. So if they don't see you turn from your failures to God's plan, you know, then what they see is that what you have isn't worth having. Mm. 
and you destroy God's reputation mm -hmm. with someone who might follow and get to know God more if you just stand in and let God be God. And, <laughs> and understand that it's not an arrival. It's mm. not that you on this journey you and you're going to reach this destination. You're going to, it's a journey. And so you're walking through this journey and you're learning and you're growing along the way. So therefore, your family members, your employees or your coworkers or your spouse, they will see the walk and the right. differences. It's right. not an overnight Only process. Not. So you don't say, okay, I'm going to jump from here and jump Can't there. Now it. I have two feet in but it's a journey to want like the question asked do you want it and so you want it enough to where you start growing along the journey sure and you start walking along and then when you get to that point and they leave the tallest seat up it don't bother you as much as it used to right because you know you put it down you, you put mm -hmm. it down you put it down i remember one time terry was on a, a um a business um trip and I left the water running in the utility room and it flooded the utility room and it went all over. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm telling him on the phone, I'm cleaning up all this water. And I told him, I said, I've never done this before. Mm -hmm. And he said, yes, you have. You've done it plenty of times. <laughs> I just go behind you and turn it off. Mm, that's and that's how I know when you put the two feet in. And now it made me recognize yeah. and then realize instead of criticizing and judging me or fussing all the time that you do these things, yeah. you just kind of go behind them. And then eventually they'll it, see it. Yes. Yeah. That's the two feet in. So I don't want some the listeners to think, oh, all of a sudden yeah. that you jump in and it's you Journey. You, it is a journey, and you're learning, and you're growing every day. God has this spotlight, and he puts it on the things he wants you to work on. Mm -hmm. He never spots light, uh, puts the spotlight on, on you as a whole. He says, okay, you've been cursing way too much. Mm -hmm. And every time a curse comes out of your mouth, he's like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, and that sin is the one that he works on with mm -hmm. you until you get the message, the lesson. Mm -hmm. And don't think you're done. Once he works on that, the spotlight moves. Mm -hmm. and, it, mm -hmm. and it is, uh, it'll be humility mm -hmm. or it'll be pride. It'll mm -hmm. be, you know, and so it's kind of fun, honestly, to start to like, oh wait, he's working on this. <laughs> I need you to get out of my I, head, Mark. I, 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 can't, I can't get away from this. I gotta deal with it because God's yes. on it, right? And so how cool is it to have a coach that knows exactly what you need when you need it. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have life coaches. People call they have I call life coaches. Yeah, I mean they're awesome, but God is the greatest life coach. Mm. You know, the Holy Spirit jumps in, and real time, in your head when you are about to say something. Now you can choose at that moment. <laughs> Should I get that out? <laughs> and uh, I am thankful <clears throat> on so many levels. How many times in the past 12 months I've chosen not to say? Mm. So I have like this little running list of, who got me out of that one. <laughs> you know, because I totally would have put myself into create a great mess. But you talk about the life coach. What if you don't go to practice? 
What do you mean by that? I mean by because a a coach say that you're playing for a team and there's a coach that's going to oh, yeah. to coach you through it. If you don't go to practice, you're never going to learn what nope. you need to learn to play that game. Yeah, I mean, so you, what you if learn you don't, in the what game. What if you don't go to practice? I got yeah, it. You, I got it right away as you said that. You know yeah. because. We want to play the game on a certain level, yes. right? Yeah, but you don't want to do the work. We don't want to yes, do the work. Yes, come on. You know, so no. As soon as you said it, I was like, yeah, you, you've been spot on. You know, this <laughs> <Yeah>. whole <laughs> conversation here. So, you know, it, it's been really good. I mean, yeah, you got to have, you got to be willing to be coached. You know, yes. and, and sure. we talk about you know marriages, um, and and I listen to to both of you guys' marriages, and it, it you know you're speaking from experience. You know, so you know how to handle situations. You know, the challenge is is those marriages that are young, those couples that yeah. are, you know, and not even say couples because you have a lot of folks who are getting married now at much older age, you know, mm -hmm. so they've got a wealth of experience in their profession, but nothing, you know, and how to, you know, to, exactly. Mm -hmm. and, and then we don't want to have a conversation about it because I'm experienced. I'm a professional, I'm successful, and uh, you know what is another man or woman gonna tell me uh, about what I should do or can't do when I'm probably making more money than them mm -hmm. and I'm doing so much greater than them, you know what I mean? Because uh -huh. money isn't marriage. No, no, You, you no, know, no, right, no, and, that's, no. and that's the thing, it's, but you're 100% right. Mm -hmm. I got money, yeah. I'm good, Yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's it's such a, a crazy obstacle, right? It's a blessing, but yet it gets in the way of God more than most things, oh, absolutely. right? So when you have money, you got to humble up even more, yeah. you know, because, you know, you didn't just do that. Yeah. Like Barack Obama said, you didn't build that, right? Remember that? Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. No, the roads were the, the country <laughs> built for you. You didn't drive, the, your trucking business didn't make the roads. You, yeah, they, they, you had help. It yeah. might not be the way you thought. You know, yeah, you did the work, but there were things in place God did for us long before. Long before. All right, look, we're going to be right back. Uh, we're, you're listening to 103.7 Super Jams, Inspiring Hope. Spirit, lead me where my trust is without bothers. Let me work upon the waters wherever you would call me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander, and my faith will be much stronger in the presence of my Savior. Oh. Your ways are parting deep as well. 
All right, we are back. 1037 Super Jams Radio, Inspiring Hope. And we are here with the Mosses, Terry and Carol. Here we go. You know, I, I actually didn't realize uh, that this song was taken from when Peter walked on water. Hmm. Um, you know how you know Jesus had come out mm-hmm. to me, and then Pastor was talking about that this weekend. I thought, yeah. wow, that was really interesting because I love the song. And he mentioned the verse. I don't know if everybody caught it, but I did. I was, you know, that um, you know that you're asking God to take you to a place you couldn't go by yourself. You know, and that's your marriage. That's your your relationships. That's your ministry. You know, we can't do any of the things that we do without God. Actually, mm-hmm. we can't do anything. There's a lot of things that are accomplished through effort mm-hmm. that will just get accomplished, but it has no meaning. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't. It has no value. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter how much money I make. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a tool. Yeah. It provides food. It helps me help other people, shelter and all that. But at the end of the day, that's not my value. God didn't say, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm going to rank everybody by money. The world said that. Yeah. You yeah. know, and yeah. money can buy things, but it never buys wholeness mm-hmm. and, or, or spiritual connection to God, for sure. Yeah. yeah. When you say that, it makes me think about one of the, I say, milestones, so to speak, in my life was um, well, when I came, gave my heart to Christ at uh, 15 and a half years of age. <laughs> um, and was... And still, a sincere believer. I wanted God and was happy yeah. to have God. So so I remember this milestone that kind of speaks to something you just said. I was 18, so I came to Christ at 15 and a half. was raised in the church, but gave my life 15 and a half. So I was 18 years old. I was in college. I was working, so I had a job in college, serving in a church, you know, going well and now I remember one night I was praying and just thanking God and you know for all things that's God <laughs> and um, and the spirit said something to me that shook me at the moment but over time now I understand and appreciate it and value it and actually realize there is a scripture that says this but what the spirit said to me then was in this moment of prayer without me you can do nothing mm-hmm Without me, you are nothing. Mm. I have to admit, when I heard that, I think, what did I do? <laughs> yeah. I felt like I was being reprimanded mm-hmm. for something. So I'm thinking, yeah. am I prideful? Am I not thinking? Am I not obedient yeah. to God? Am I yeah. going through all these things? But what I began to realize is the power of that. Yeah. Is without me, you can do nothing. Nothing of value. Nothing of worth. Nothing long-lasting. Nothing that's going to make an impact. But that's not a bad thing. That's like, I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Paul later says, through Christ, I can do all things. And so it's not like God is saying you're a bad boy. He's saying, I got you. Mm. Yeah. And you can do all things 
Without me, you can do nothing. Mm-hmm. And you are nothing. So just remember that. But with me, you can do all things. And so that's what keeps me a lot about my my walk with him is right. because I I play the second seat and it's good. That's right. <laughs> you know, and, and, and you know you what? Know. There's no pressure in second seat. Uh, right. Like second seat, you, you know, you just go in and mm-hmm. you give it to the first seat. Hey, <laughs> I, I'm about to jump into this yes. wild and crazy. Yes. All right, oh, God, right. shut or 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 open whatever door you want me to go through, yeah. and I'm yeah. good. And and it's amazing how you can smack into that door and not even worry about it. But he's he's the ultimate responsibility. He's the yeah. ultimate decision maker. He's the ultimate, and so that's good. So I can re- trust in him. I can d- rely on him. I can bring my mm. needs to him because. I know that without him, I can't do it. And I think, honestly, Patrick, and I think you might agree, or you think we'll all agree, is that that this is a this is an eternity game. This is not a, the 80, 90, 100 years you're on this earth game. Yeah. You, you know, you're, you're going to spend eternity somewhere. Mm-hmm. And no one wants to talk about hell. Oh, my God, you could be in hell. Right. Um, but that's a fact. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, if you don't think it's a fact, I, I get it. But I know in my heart that the, the Bible says what it is. God's clear about it, mm-hmm. and He's He's calling each and every one of us to be with Him. The, the Creator wants to hang out with His creation. That's pretty cool, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, you know, yes, yes. like how many things have you made that you want to throw out? You know, you're like, yeah, that didn't come out so good, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, He doesn't care. He's, he made us. He made us to hang with Him, and this is it's an eternity game. So people are. I think missing a, a lot of it. It's because if if you play the eternity game in the in the short life you have, then you have an eternal marriage, meaning that you have the benefits of heaven right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you know, in your marriage, mm-hmm. you, yeah. if you play the eternal game now in your relationships, in your success, in your life, you get that. So you could have heaven right now. And every so often, God is so wonderful and just gives us a peace. Yeah. Mm. We, a, any Christian who knows God will, can talk about the moment where God just gave them a moment that was priceless. Mm-hmm. And heaven is, you say you can have heaven now. And it's this, those heavenly attributes and those heavenly blessings and those, mm-hmm. the, the goodness of heaven. But we don't have to, like you said, we don't have to wait until we die and go somewhere and then judgment and then all mm-hmm. of yeah. the things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, uh, now this is what Jesus kind of brought heaven down, yeah. right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He, he said, he brought it with him. this is what this it's looks like. like. Right, <laughs> right, right. And so yeah. he walked this earth to give us this an example, example and then left these words call the word of God, the mm-hmm. Bible, so that we would have kind of a pathway. We yeah, have yeah. a... Uh, a way forward mm-hmm. because looks like we got a caller terry hold that thought all right Ooh. let me get it god serving kimberly we thank you for listening to mm-hmm. all right caller somebody brave enough to call in how you doing <laughs> uh Uh-oh, all right call back I, I hit the wrong button oh, all right. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh but we're definitely looking for <laughs> I'm out of He's practice. The reason why we don't have callers. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the, the primary reason. We got to get it right. Yeah. The, the primary reason we don't have callers is me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so call back. It's 561-449-8000. And if that was you, uh, Jimmy, uh, don't call me on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, to hear you speak that way, my love, it, 
and being the only woman here in the room, mm -hmm. and I'm speaking for the other women and wives, your conversation and knowing your love and your obedience and your relationship with God gives me comfort as a wife. Yeah. It really do give me that security that I need as a wife because I know that the decisions that you're going to make for our livelihood, for me and our home and our children, our family, is going to be rooted in the relationship that you have from there Christ. Yeah. So that is so comforting in knowing as a spouse that your husband has a strong relationship with Christ. And is under authority, yes. not in authority. Yes. So th this is the thing. I think everybody's like this, but men in particular want to be in charge. Mm -hmm. You know, it's an authority thing. You know, that's why we have fights and arguments. Everybody want to be the boss, right? Because <laughs> you're not the boss yeah. of me. Yeah, right. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa, for that comment. And yeah, we're glad you're enjoying the show. And, and you and you want to be in authority, right? Like, but what a freeing place to be is under authority. Yes. That and, and I say this so you are you have never been more in charge than when you let God be in charge. <laughs> you, you know, cuz you chose that. You yeah. were in charge of that choice and you let God be in charge and there's so many benefits to that. And so we're talking about marriage and love. I just want to bring this in right. is if you're listening to our show, uh, we wish and pray for all your marriages and all your relationships. If you're in a, in a relationship and this is the person you want to be with, then we want you to really, really focus, you know, very, very, you know, very, very closely to, you know, what we're saying because there's great value in bringing God in the middle. Mm. And and so even it, it starts at the dating stage. Mm. Like how cool would it be if you had somebody who already was under authority who was going to treat you the way God has commanded. Mm. He didn't, God didn't just ask men to be good to their wives. He very s clearly stated, love your wives like I've loved the church. He gave everything for the church. Mm -hmm. Everything. Mm -hmm. And so that just goes back to what Terry and I teach about marriage by design. So when I speak to him that way and let him know, affirm that I am well secured with him having that relationship and under God's authority, that's how it was designed from the very beginning. Because it just really blows my mind and I just love speaking on how in the very beginning in Genesis, God said there will be male and there will be female. He said that. Mm. But then he created Adam first. He knew there'd be male and female. He created Adam first and then took Adam on this journey of being under his authority, of establishing that relationship, boundaries, and teaching Adam all that he needs to know so that he can become emotionally prepared for when he was then presenting Eve. And so that's God's design. And so that's why it brings me great pleasure and security in knowing that my husband has is under God's authority and has that relationship because really that's how God designed it to be. You know, that's, that is just so good. And, and I've heard her explain that before, but it's always just so powerful. A woman sharing what makes her feel so secure 
with her husband's relationship with God. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so my mind went back when she was speaking about um, some things we talked about earlier in the show about love mm-hmm. and 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 and, um, and being healed and 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 decisions and etc. So one of the things that I was thinking about at the time is when I think it was Mark said, love them the way they need to be loved. Love your spouse mm-hmm. the way they need to be loved. Yeah. And I love that. My mind goes to how do you know how to love them? Mm-hmm. You got to study your wife, and your, and your and spouse. And you do, and you do. But to connect what Carol just said, one way to show them the love the way they need to be loved is by loving God. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a very so, good point. So, so when I think about that, that, that that's pretty powerful in it because, and I think in my own life, and, and again, when I share my stories, I share it as of today, but you don't know all the struggles to get to this <laughs> and, and all the mistakes. and You didn't have decisions. any struggles. It was easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish I could say I was, yeah. I was born early and yeah. was led to church early. Uh-huh. But uh, the the understanding and clarity of a walk with God really came yeah. as, as I grew. And so I lost my train of thought, which I figured I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're saying that's that we didn't know the struggles the and the journeys that, that took to get you to where you are, this level of understanding you're at today. Yeah. And then how you're showing your wife through your relationship with God. And when you hear me speak on that. Right. And so. Yeah. so I was paying attention. Thank you. Uh, and so, so, so people, so when you talk about uh, honoring God in your marriage and, and following God and following the way of God, and, and, and some people, I think, I could be wrong, I've talked to a lot of people over the years in, in what we do, I think a lot of people have a misunderstanding or a lack of understanding as to what it really means to reflect God in your relationship. Yeah. It's, 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 it's scary to people because it's like, well, what do I have to do? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know what? <coughs> I think if we stop thinking about what I have to do mm-hmm. and start thinking about who I need to, to be, be yeah. 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 <laughs> I think go. we will get to a different place. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, because, it, look, I think that, that a lot of times when I, when I try to share God with people, it sounds like a lot of work to people. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we got to, you know, gotta same thing. I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do that. And, gotta I, and do I really yeah. say that, you know, and I, so I really try to, you know, really get into it and say, look, I don't want you to think that, that this is all work and no play. I said, the truth of the matter is the work is in letting God be God and you be you. And once you figure that out, it gets easier. You know, it's, we all have a place in the, in in this world you know mm-hmm. and god is not our place we're not the place that's <laughs> god's job no, like that's what he does is one you know and and because of that we i like to say this I, the best way i like to get out of god's way mm-hmm. because i've been in this way for a long time yeah. in yeah. my own life mm-hmm. I, I always you know i feed the cats in the morning and before i can put the food down they're just like in my way i'm like if you just get out of the way i'll put it down mm-hmm. 
And I, and I, God, it's always like, like I must be in your way. You're trying to put food down, and I, I'm not. I'm just, I'm, I'm asking for it, and you're, you're already bringing it. It's made, and but you're in the way. I'm in the way. And see, that's why I spoke earlier about it being a journey because it's not really like Terry spoke on doing. Not a list of if I do this, this, yeah, yeah. this, this. It's becoming. It's a being. And so you're on this journey of becoming more Christ-like sure. and not looking at it like it's a legalistic list of things that I have to do, which then makes it very complicated. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. if you be on this journey of becoming, and then it's like this the flowers we talked about earlier, the roses of opening up of this beauty you mm-hmm. see, mm-hmm. and then you can just step back. And that's when the your spouse or your family members and others, they'll start seeing that difference in, in you. you. Mm-hmm. And so, I, like you, Mark, it's like it's, it's a journey. And I know sometimes we don't get it right because we're not robots. Mm-hmm. But that's why we have the love of and the grace of God mm-hmm. that just c- can knock us upside our head to um, put us right back on the right track. And it's oh. so amazing. Now listen, yes. we have a f- we're about ten minutes left. Mm-hmm. So a few things that we didn't do. We want to talk about your ministry. We want to talk about how to reach you, how to how to how couples. Listen, you you guys, any couple that gets the opportunity to hang out with Terry and Carol, will be better for it. And and they they have excellent um, an excellent program and ways to get involved. Uh, with them and to participate, chew and chats, all these different things that they do. And the chew and chat was fun. We all brought food. Let's, de- let's define that because you've said that a couple of times and I'm sure our audience does not know. And we'll talk about more in details later. But the chew and chat is an event that we have after we've done teaching and mm. we've had a bringing a group. Yep. We like to have the group then become a community and from each other so we will put on an event that's a chew and chat where because we we're on time when we're teaching we only have like an hour sometimes an hour and 15 minutes and so they'd be wanting more so after the eight week sessions are over seven week sessions we'll have an event where now we have more time we're on our own time to just chew so everybody brings food you know there's always great conversation and fun around food. So we have the chew and then we just chat. We chat on some questions or on what we've learned during the weeks. And, and so that's the chew and chat. Now we're going to have a chew dance and chat at the next one. When we get that together, we're going to, we're going to, or, or a break dance and chat. It's one of the, (laughs) we'll we'll figure out what that all looks like. But, but the, 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 like I said, and, and Carol is a great explanation. Honestly, um, for for couples that for you've been married fifty years, you've been married one year. This this is a community you want to be part of. It's it's going to help you build something amazing. Yeah. And there's a lot of lessons um, that you can't buy. Like it's mm-hmm. just being with other uh, couples, going through it. Uh, every one of them on a different level of journey with God, um, but together. We could laugh at each other yeah. and with each other yeah. uh, and, and go through these things because um, and then one of the things that, that, that you did at the end of it was ask people who had the most interesting way that they met, mm. you know, and the one couple, um, 
he was working a forklift at Home Depot. Oh yeah. And you know he he hollers at this lady at Home Depot. He's like, "Hey girl, you know." And, and he asked if she had a boyfriend. She's like, "Oh fine." You know. You know? He's like, "Well, you want another one?" Like he's like, you know, he just like and the, you know that relationship is is a wonderful relationship. So it's <laughs> it's interesting to see how everybody meets and you kind of get to see that you're not alone in this. Mm-hmm. And when you hear people's perspectives, um, you know, there, there was a lot of, um, I, I think there's a lot of growth in one night for those couples, mm-hmm. uh, myself included. Mm-hmm. That Because that, you could hear, like, their perspective on God and their perspective of marriage. And when someone jumps in and says, wait, that belief is incorrect. You know, and why it's incorrect is because of this. If you could just turn it into this belief, you might find out it's different than you think it is. And it was wonderful to be part of mm-hmm. and watch. And they become a community. So therefore, because it's not meant to do life alone. Yep. And then when you're around like-minded individuals and then couples who are growing and going through this journey together, it's just awesome to see how it works. Yeah. Because as, as this show is all about inspiring hope, that's really what our ministry is um, relative to marriage yeah. and, and relationships is give hope that this can work. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's unfortunate that many people haven't seen good relationships in action. They're modeled. Yeah. But we need to be the models. We mm-hmm. need to learn. We people, mm-hmm. we need we need to learn mm-hmm. how to model that, show that, demonstrate that. And it doesn't always happen in a formal class or in a church setting. So the f- the f- chew and chat becomes this informal, fun, mm-hmm. just relationship. Because I'm the building. fun one. She remember, is, she is. Mm. Yep. <laughs> she, 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 she's the fun part of the chew and chat, and I'm the chatty teaching part. Listen, of the listen. I want to do Terry, more chew. He yeah, wants to do more, more chat. chat. Ter- <laughs> Terry is the straight man. Listen, if this, you know, Carol and Terry. Terry's the straight man. Right. Carol yeah. hang it out on the left side, and Terry <laughs> have to bring it back in. But it is, yes. it is. Um, but it's it's a wonderful combination yeah. and. And really, so let's let's talk about how to reach you, mm-hmm. your website, mm-hmm. all of that good stuff. Yes, yes. So the website is onefleshministries.org, onefleshministries.org. You can contact us through that website. There's a contact form. Uh, there's there's our, our, our ministry phone number, email address, all that, various ways you can contact us. And, and please do. And if you if you actually want to schedule a free one hour consultation, you and your spouse, or just you trying to figure out your spouse, <laughs> you good luck with that. You yeah, need right, more than right, an hour. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. you can do that uh, on the website as well. So we tried to make our website, and we've been building and building, trying to make it informational, helpful, and contactable. If that's the word, contactable. <laughs> so, I like it. And so and so uh, that's that. Then also in that website you can learn about our program called marriage by design mm-hmm. and the book that's associated with that but the the most Im- most important thing you can do really is contact us but also come to the groups mm-hmm. and uh, the classes uh, we're starting our next class unfortunately it's not to March because we're going away next month yeah. mm-hmm. to do some ministry in Kenya East Africa yeah. Yeah. I, and, and listen and Carol you said something so funny when we came over you're like I wanted to see a live kill. <laughs> I have I have laughed about that. You don't understand. Like like I we all love animals and, and like the one thing I don't want to see is a bunch of animals killing each other. Carol's like, listen, when we go to Africa, 
and Safari, I want to see a live kill. I was like, go on, go. So serious, too. No, no, and I was laughing. I'm thinking to myself, like, I have, like I've seen some of like the, the videos on YouTube with that. I don't know I want to see that up close. But, <laughs> no. but more power to you, Carol. Hopefully yeah. you get your wish. You know, you know, so, so, yeah, so actually there will be time of ministry, but there also will be opportunities for us to do some uh, safaris. Uh, and so we're looking forward to that and just praying that God will just really use the time. Because it's interesting, we talk a lot about some of the marriage challenges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trust me, it's not just in America. Oh, yeah. And uh, as we were, well, this is months we've been having conversations, and, and one of the things that some of the leaders said there is, as they've heard about what we do, mm-hmm. we need that. We need you to come and help our Young couples yeah, put your program in understand place what the marriage world. is. Yeah. Understand marriage is. Yeah. So yeah. we love it when we can go and be of purpose. And yeah. so we're yeah. praying that God will allow that to just really come and forth. Also, and bring in donors and supporters. If we can say that, well, can we say that? Can you can say, say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. So when you go on our website, we would love for individuals to support us and donate and help us go internationally into Kenya to help grow other couples. So we're going to speak to other churches and we're going to do several different conferences. And Terry gets the opportunity to do speak at the two church services. <laughs> so it's where our retirees. So we do be needing help for, with our ministry to take it to further. Take, to do what God wants us to do. Yeah. So, yes, anybody that wants to, you can donate on their website <laughs> as well. Yeah, and, and the truth is, I think the best way to decide if you want to donate is go spend that one hour Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, with Terry and Carol. Yeah. yeah. And don't tell them anything about yourself. Ask them about their marriage. Mm-hmm. Let them tell you what a godly marriage looks like. Mm-hmm. Let them tell you their story because if you hear their story then you'll know that their story needs to be told yeah mm-hmm. thank you mark Appreciate and many, that. many, and, many and marriages have been saved and yeah. we had the opportunity to go to uganda and we still friends with them over there and the marriages and the couples that we spoke to over there they go through the whatsapp and they just let us know that they're growing That's awesome. and yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so so we have those things and the main thing is just uh, like what mark said just let us talk. Let's 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 get together. Let's let us be for you couples what God has intended us to be for you. Mm-hmm. There you go. And that mm-hmm. is your relationship coach. And uh, I like the word you used earlier yeah, about yeah, coaches and yeah. people who try to resist it, but we need coaches. Mm-hmm. And I think about professional athletes. Mm-hmm. They have coaches. Yeah, on, on, on every level. They're yeah. coached yeah. on yeah. how to walk, how to run, how to breathe. You know, <laughs> but like, they got to go to practice. Yeah they, yeah, they do. Yeah, <laughs> don't forget practice. Yeah, so listen, so. We're, we're wrapping up, so um, we've got about a minute. So, Patrick, want to talk about anything coming up at Arms of Hope well, right now? We, you know, our next show, we're going to have uh, a good friend of mine, Commissioner Maliga. She'll be here on next Tuesday. All right. So she'll tell us a little bit of how uh, the City, City of Lake Worth running yes right. so she's in our district there so, so non-political yeah. i can't say yeah, anything i can't yeah, no. i can't bring up trump <laughs> no, all right no, no. so <laughs> got it so you know well she's good so she can handle whatever <laughs> and um you know for uh, for our program you know arms of hope and inspiring hope we thank you guys for listening you're really important for us so if you need anything you have our number you can give us a call anytime at 561 Six six zero five zero zero two. That's five six one six six zero 
5002. I love it. Thank you. Listen, Patrick, <laughs> I want to thank you. As always, making it enjoyable. Thank but you're going to you. memorize that phone number. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You've been listening to Inspiring Hope 1037 Super Jams Radio. Uh, we will see you all next week. Bye. God bless you all. Thank you. What heights of love, what depths of